Hello again, internets. It is another episode of the Mike and Molson Too Good for Radio podcast. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, oh, we're gonna okay. do okay. Uh, that's that, right. that, 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 just another hello, just another loose wire. <laughs> Off to a great start here. Wow, um, it's a good thing they don't use the studio to actually go on the radio. Wait, yeah, exactly. That's why we're too good for radio. <laughs> Because we have everyone quality. would hear that. <laughs> we have quality equipment like this. Oh my God, what is happening over there? I don't. I, you should. You're gonna get electrocuted. Is what's I, gonna I, happen. I, I, so, all right. Well, we got a bad connection there, uh, but we'll Jeez. we'll con- we'll continue on because we're gonna start the show with something we have not tried before. Okay. Because uh, I happened upon this yesterday on the internet, and it made me laugh heartily. I wanted to share it with you. The background is this particular woman has just gone to Tim Hortons to get herself a coffee. And where we pick up, she then goes to her daughter's house, all right, to see her daughter. But where we pick up this particular video is the mother in question, the woman in question, has just spilled her Tim Hortons coffee. Oh, no. So let's see if this works here, folks. I wanted a cup of motherfucking coffee. Look at this coffee. Just every girl everywhere you look. It's probably in your purse. <laughs> this motherfucking shit. Look at this shit. Every goddamn thing that I brought in here is wet than a bitch. <laughs> so, so she's a little upset. It goes on for another two minutes. We'll, we'll break it down. She's very upset about this coffee. Oh! Woo! So... She's not burnt. She's just upset. Right. So she has gotten this coffee. She comes home to her daughter's house. Mm-hmm. Right. And the daughter picks up filming after the spill happened. I see. So what she then goes on, the, the diatribe in which she goes on, this is very much not safe for work, which is why it's too good for the radio. Mm-hmm. She's about to go on a diatribe where she talks about all the good things in her life, but apparently... Being able to have a co- cup of coffee is not one oh, of those. Yeah. What the fuck? What the fuck made me think I live a good life? Oh, but bitch, you can't have no coffee. You can be a good bitch and pray to Jesus, but a bitch can't have a cup of coffee. So, <laughs> you can be a good bitch and pray to right. Jesus, but a bitch can't have a cup of coffee. She continues. You can have degrees, and you can be a good motherfucker, but you can't have coffee. Oh, you taping this motherfucking shit. I don't give a fuck. You know, I'm, so that, I'm no. not surprised God spilt that on her. I mean, just with that mouth, I think God said, you know what? You got to settle down there, miss. So she just realizes her daughter is taping her. And okay. so she's like, oh, I don't give an F. Here we go. A bitch can't have coffee, live a good life, wash her ass. And she can't have no coffee. <laughs> live a good life, wash your ass, can't have some coffee. Motherfuck. <laughs> so motherfucking man. <laughs> right the fuck now. <laughs> and I started to get an extra large. Do you know how much coffee that would have been? You can swim in an extra large. Had my lips all fit for some top Tim Hortons. All this shit is on your floor. <laughs> Motherfuck. Bitch come back from a doctor's appointment, had a good appointment. Bitch gonna live another 15, 20 minutes, but a bitch can't have no coffee. <laughs> she, she is still fixated. Oh, my goodness. Uh, she's got a good doctor appointment, yeah. but she can't have no coffee. She is fixated on this. Yeah. That's what a big guy. You can have some life, bitch, but you can't have no coffee. Mm. 
Because what you want to do is take it and spread it all over your daughter's motherfucking house. But won't none get in your lip. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right, she takes a breather. Now, she's going to say something here towards the end about the minuscule amount of coffee that's still actually in the container. Mm-hmm. And if you've been floored already by this woman's uh, use of the eloquent use of the English language, you've not heard anything yet. I'm trying to think of the last time something this innocuous has <laughs> wrecked my day. I mean, I think we've all yes. fallen prey to that. Yes, we have. Where you're just you're going along and things are just humming, and then something ridiculous. You know, you, uh, you, I don't know, you can't find your keys, or you stub your toe, or just something that's not. But it's enough to completely. There's more to this story, right? Okay, yeah, I yeah. would imagine it cuts off here in another like thirty some seconds. But there's more to this story. You. Mm-hmm. I mean, I've you brought you bring coffee before we do this for me. I appreciate it. There was one day I spilled it. I was upset, but not to the point where yeah. I wash my ass, but I can't have no coffee. But this woman, there was something that happened before this, and I don't know if it happened at the Tim Hortons or something. But she came in hot to this yeah. the daughter's house. So here we go. She is she's going to realize at this point whether she's actually said hello to her daughter who's filming or not. (laughs) And then she makes mention of the minuscule amount of coffee still left in the cup. I'm so fucking, fucking, fuck, fuck, man. (laughs) Motherfucker. Have I said hello? Shit, I don't even fucking know. Did I say hi? The fuck? Hello. Motherfucker duck. Which is what I'm going to bring into my you, vernacular. She is eloquent at swearing. That yes. Is, she really does paint a picture. She is using that word in every great possible way it can be used. All of the words she's using. Yes, I mean, it's a tapestry. Absolutely, yeah. The, it's the, a tapestry. This is really quite artful. Yes. Hi. This is motherfucking... <laughs> I'm out of breath and shit. <laughs> oh. I don't have no coffee. Bitch don't deserve coffee. I'm talking about it ain't enough in here to wet a uh, 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 fleas pussy. Jeez, good lord, lady. And that, and that is how she wraps it up. In her last bit of eloquence, she tells us, the viewer, oh my that there's God. not enough coffee left in the cup to wet a fleas pussy. I, you know what? I think she's wrong. You think she's wrong? I think there probably is. <laughs> There's, uh, probably plenty. enough. Plenty. Look, uh, <laughs> wow. That's, so there you go, ladies and, and gentlemen. And, and you're right. This is not the first time this has happened, uh, which I think is why the daughter was armed and ready to record. Yes. Um, so. And uh, wow, it has been a long time since I've heard somebody that cranked up. So if you're listening to this and enjoying a cup of coffee, you're doing better than that woman. Yeah. She's had a lot of great stuff going on. She washes her ass. She prays to Jesus. She yeah. got, she's got she got word that she's going to have another 15, 20 minutes to live. But she, unfortunately, that bitch couldn't have some coffee. Yeah. This, this is probably the wrong time to tell people not to play this in front of kids right now. Is that right, exactly. Sure I, well, I said, I, I said not safe for work. Okay, all right. And we'll put that, we'll put that as well on the, right. on the header. So, That's but, brutal. 
But I, I had to share it just because of the eloquence in yeah. which she uses the English language. Yeah, that's uh, that is yeah because some people get cranked up and they just they can't get words out. No, you right. Know, the, those yeah. people who are just they're so mad, their eyes are crossed and their their fists are clenched. Uh, but I mean, she just that is a that is a well crafted uh, that is Quentin Tarantino. Yes, it I mean, is. He, that is really something. And how difficult would it have been to go back and just get another cup of coffee or make one at home? You know. She's ticking off a lot of things that she should be grateful for. Correct. Doesn't seem to outweigh her misery. The, the oh, lack of the coffee. I've never, had a Tim Horton, I've never had Tim Horton's coffee. I don't know if it's that damn good. Uh, it's coffee. So, okay. So, but uh, I just wanted to share that with you Thank because you. That, that's a tapestry of the F word that is so well put together. I can't even, my, my attempt would pale in comparison. You know, if she had dropped a Tim Horton's uh, butter tart... Then that that she would have been yeah. okay to go. Or they have these little tim bits, these little donuts that they that they sell. Those are particularly good. I don't know if I, as a man, um, could go up and be like, "Get me eight tim bits." Yeah. Well, if you ever lost any, you would be really upset. <laughs> I probably, would be. I'd be motherfucking duck. Probably. I would, would be mad uh, about my tim wow, bits. She is. That's a. That's a. I don't want to tangle with her. No, I don't either. So, but you have a story about a woman scorned. Yeah, I don't want to tangle with this woman either. Um, police show up on a scene. Uh, and a guy's BMW has the window smashed in, Ooh. and there's blood on the door. Uh-oh. Um, and the windshield it looked like it had been punched all the way through. That's This was caused by 26-year-old Janelle Macias. Um, she shows up at the workplace of this man who I guess— I'm assuming X— I, I don't even think had the opportunity to be an ex. Oh, God. Okay. She's upset because she sent him a text and called him. He did not reply. And so she says, well, the next logical step is to smash his windows. She says uh, she came to his workplace and was angry that he had not answered texts or calls she had made to him. She said they then jumped on his back as he was on uh, the east side of the building. Uh, and then he was able to somehow uh, throw her off. He then gets into a rented 2020 BMW. Oh, no, rented. To try to de-escalate, uh, de-escalate the situation. Locks himself in the car because this woman is absolutely going crazy. Um, she ran, runs to the back of the car, yanks the license plate plate off. Uh, he gets out of the car. Give me that license plate back, um, and gets back into the. Uh, in the grand scheme of things, I understand it's a rental car, but in the grand scheme of things, if you have a woman show up at your place of work, jump on your yeah. back, and be kicking and screaming, are you that worried about the license plate that you get out of the car to grab that back? Uh, this was all in the so so in this in this very. Short sequence of time. Here's what happened. Uh, yeah, she rips the license plate off. He gets out of the car. Give me that back. Starts to get back into the car. Uh, she then throws her cell phone at him. Uh, it goes into the car. Oh, no. He rolls the window down, throws, throws the back. thing back out. Take this thing. Uh, she then jumps on the hood of the car and punch the windshield. Good lord! And tore off the windshield wipers like a like a gorilla. I mean, just absolutely. What is she, She-Hulk? I- <laughs> 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 yeah. You would like me when I'm angry. Ah! Uh, Do you just- know how much force it takes right. to punch your way yes. through a windshield? Good yeah. lord! Like the, the 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 wipers are one thing. Like you can kind of take those off, but punch your way through a windshield. 
Um, she, uh, so yeah, she rips the windshield, the wipers off and he had just rented the car, uh, cause his own car was in the shop. Um, the reason there was blood in the car was from her hands because she punched a window. Um, she said, um, uh, that he had been tackled by the victim, but could not explain how that happened, nor could she explain her bloody hands and the blood found on the damaged windows. Um, she was placed under arrest for criminal mischief and domestic battery. She was booked and released on $2,000 bond, which I think somebody somebody this uh, intense and aggressive, you probably want to say, you know what, maybe maybe uh, cool off for a couple of days. In All the- over no return of a text or a phone call? Once yeah. again, it's one of those things of I, I would be, it'd be very difficult for me to think of a time where I was that mad about a non-text or call back that I would be that upset that I would punch in a windshield. Yeah, yeah. So she was she was really cranked up, and, and that was that a, was that was the offense. And who rents a BMW? Well, I guess when the insurance is paying for it, you go. I you guess go, you, you go, go big. big. I guess you go big. I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Now you know that if you yeah if you if you happen to be I don't know swiping right, and uh, um. She's a little bit high maintenance. Don't rent a fancy car. Right, exactly. Speaking of swiping right, this was a story that uh, took over the internet earlier this week uh, where a friend shared a sordid tale of her friend on Tinder. Okay. All right. She says that basically her friend was looking for a nice guy to just have the, the dirty dingo with. Oh, okay. Right. She didn't want a relationship, just want a nice dude. To, you know, friends with benefits is basically what this woman All wanted. Right. <clears throat> so here's the tweet storm that followed. So my friend called me this morning to talk about something that happened to her last night. She's been trying to find someone to date extremely casually. She doesn't have time for a full-blown relationship. And basically all she wants is a nice man to have sex with. Now, her first mistake is not telling him from the start that she wants uh, just wants to have a nice man to have sex with. So he sends messages. Mm-hmm. So they swipe right. And she says, my friend... Probably should have just said straight up like, hey, I don't want anything. Just want a little nice sex. Make sure you're okay, dude. And we'll go on from there. So he sends messages, a ton of messages. All right. The eager man bombarded the woman with texts ranging from the likes of how is your day going to how you're feeling. However, the constant messages were not what the woman wanted as she is a busy scientist. So she wanted to keep the communication to a minimum. Fast forward before their date, and the man, who is trigger-happy with his text, told the woman that he wanted to call her before they meet. Okay? Uh, she noted that this was fair because her friend could be hideous or, you know, okay. so, so they want to make sure everyone looks okay. Right. Problem is, she's bi- very busy as a scientist. Friend treats out she's a busy woman. They don't find time to call before the scheduled date, so it gets pushed. Then, last night, he messages her. He asks her if she is free to call... She decided that her Tupac t-shirt was good enough for a spot seduction over video call. (laughs) They greeted each other over the camera with a simple hello, but to her friend's surprise, the nice man was naked. Oh, yeah. So he has positioned the camera so that it appears much like Rose and Titanic, but instead of a glorious bosom, he presented a thatched chest that has potential to hold back Russian forces for six months minimum. (laughs) His legs are casually thrown over the side of the bed, and his penis looks like a 10-day-old lonely Savloy placed in the middle of a cheese board that's smothered in salmon terrain. Oh, wow. That's what they said. Really hitting that guy low. Yeah, literally. So, still on the call and enduring his very naked body over the video chat, when was asked to ditch her clothes. Okay. 
but she refused and even made a joke about him being a Biggie fan. Remember, she's wearing Tupac. She's like, right. what, you want me to take this off because you're a Biggie fan? She snaps and decides she is never taking it off. And the more he insists, the more she wants to smother him to death. So he keeps going, come on, come on, get into it, baby, get into it, baby. Then he asks her to go get her laptop. He wants her to get her laptop so she can show him all the angles of her body. Uh-huh. She refuses to get the laptop, and he starts to get a little frustrated. So he's still there, nude, all right? He's frustrated, but not enough to start things off on his own. Right, okay. okay? Thinking that that, in turn, will maybe get her more in the mood. She still does not respond. He then says that <clears throat> he wants her to start feign crying. <laughs> and she then goes, Why? He explains because a certain part of him will be going into a certain part of her and there'll be crying involved yeah, for some right, reason. Yeah, right, That's romantic. So she thinks to herself, okay, this, if this guy wants a show, I'm going to give him a show. <laughs> so she, her friend... I think the proper thing to think is log off. Yes. So her friend does a commando roll off the bed, mm-hmm. like in slow motion Matrix style, and then... Proceeds to cry, but like the clowns from the circus crying, as if crying like explaining to an idiot what crying is. <laughs> At that moment, he finally goes, well, this isn't, I'm disappointed in you for, wow. making, for making no effort. She then takes a moment, whispers, F you, you weirdo, before finally hanging up. Mm-hmm. And, and they go from there. And that, that and they was, go where from there? And that was the end of oh, it. Oh, that was the end. Okay. Yeah, and that and that was the and the, there's and nowhere that, to go. Yeah, there, and <laughs> it's that, gone. And that was the end of that whole story that this woman had tweet storm. Right. That was about I would say mm, the minute they show up nude on the call, don't you hang up then? I don't know. You, I don't want to. I don't want to say this is on her. But if you lead with hey. I'm just shopping for sex. She didn't leave with that, though. Oh, she didn't. Remember, they. she had said that this guy had sent multiple messages to her. Okay. Right? The start of the tweet storm was, my friend wanted just a nice guy to have sex with, very casual, but did not immediately tell the individual she matched with oh, that that's all she wants. Okay. This gentleman then started trying to woo her with messages of like, how are you doing? Let's get together. I want to see. So he wanted to meet before the uh, date. Okay. She's extremely busy. Yeah. She finally gets fed up of him messaging, right? And finally goes, "Sure, why not?" And the video call. So I don't know how you go. I don't know how you go from messaging, messaging, yeah. messaging, to then going, "Well, I'm just going to shoot my shot, maybe figuratively, and just be nude on the initial meetup." You know, dating is fraught with so many pitfalls. Anyway, in a perfect world, in a just a complete level playing field world. But now you add all these extra functions in there, and it just seems like, yeah, it just, I, I don't know how anybody ever gets together. I don't either. It's just, there's, there's so many different ways, to your point, to go about it. But what made him think, if someone were to blow you off well, uh, messages that yeah. you had sent, what would make you think that, the, that when you finally do interact and she agrees to a video call, that that means it's time for me to just be naked on the call? And I don't know. I mean, I would have to imagine. It, w- it certainly wouldn't surprise me, um, you know, if, if women want to comment in the comments below of uh, times you've been on dating sites where, yeah, the guy just leads yeah. with the wiener. 
And I don't. I, I guess I'm just old fashioned in the fact that that only comes out when I when I really have a connection with you. <laughs> right. It's not the first thing. It's not. It's not my best quality that yeah. I would lead with. To be honest. And it's again. It's it's like a scratch off lottery ticket where you think, okay, there is a one in four hundred seventy four thousand chance that the person on the other end is also as horny as I am right now, and I'm going to go ahead and scratch off. <laughs> Which is what we're calling it now. Yes, exactly. I'm going to do a little you scratch by off. Exactly. She'll like it too, but not in this particular case. Speaking of uh, oh, yeah, speaking penis, of penises and this, uh, the Sex and Poo podcast, this story is brought to you by Nugenics. Use the offer code Boyoyoing. <laughs> Text it to six nine six nine six nine. You remember a couple of months ago there was a. What was it? A woman died and she wanted a penis uh, gravestone. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I that was over in Europe. Yeah. yeah, where she wanted the, the like the five foot penis, and they said no, that can't happen. Uh, well, I'd like to introduce you to Chaz Stevens. <laughs> Chaz Stevens seems like a guy that'd lead with the penis. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how do you, how do you make the decision? By the way, you know, Charlie, Chuck, Charles. No, I'm just going to be Chaz. I'm going to be Chaz, man. Chaz. Chaz Stevens um, has been sending emails and wanting to get permission for a 300-pound, six-foot-tall wiener saying it's a religious display. Okay. Well, the, the, the Church of Penis? His goal is to put the bizarre edition at uh, Fort Lauderdale's famed Corner at Las Olas with uh, plans to hire an off-duty police officer to protect his penis. Uh, he is yet to hear back from Miami Beach uh, on this. The atheist argues the statue is a religious display. How just so? Just like the Christmas tree that is displayed there as well. Uh, and so what he holiday? said, exactly. And this is this is kind of the issue that I have every year when the Satanists show up at the at the Capitol building and put their dumb yeah. dumb little whatever they crazy, do yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, a yeah. with a slash and a something whatever um, their crocheted snake I think it was this year yeah something just asinine is uh, I will accept that that is your religious idol but you better be doing some religious stuff with it. I want to see you saying penis prayers. I want. I want to see your your penis ceremony. You want. You can't just say, "Well, uh, if if you get to have that up, then I, I get to have, have this, this big one. penis thing here because that's my religion." That's fine. If you want. If you want to play that card, then you better be a hundred percent all in on whatever your penis god is. In the name of the lefty, the righty, and the shaft. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Um, his his monument was inspired by uh, the woman in Japan, um, uh, by, by their, their their festival of the phallus that they have, uh, which celebrates love, fertility, and male genitalia. If you want to say it's a fertility fest, right, mm-hmm. and it's some type of fertility god or whatever, okay. But to your point, you got to convince me. You can't just be like, "Well, I'm just right. going to get this penis," and then uh, in the guise of. I'm gonna. It's gonna be a religious. Yeah. Like that's our golden calf. Is this giant dong? Remember a few years ago, everybody was all on like whatever the Church of the Spaghetti Monster. I mean, yeah, there's just something yeah, yeah. stupid like or the that. Rastafari or the yeah, Pastafari. They yeah. wear their their col- colander on their head. Yeah, and again, if you're gonna do that, then show me the church. Show me the show me whatever scripture you. I want to see the whole thing. You can't just show up with something and say, "Well, that's my religion, so therefore me." 
Do you think the guy from the previous story is a member of that religion then? (laughs) This is how we greet each other in the Church of Wang. We just immediately go in. Um, so the city is uh, de- denying his requests. In fact, uh, uh, somebody from the from the city says, let him sue us. It's beyond vulgar. It's not art. Children are going to see that. It's just not appropriate. Uh, he's just doing it for his own narcissistic tendencies uh, and so that everyone will look at Chaz again. If there is ever going to be a name of someone who's going to bring a six-foot-tall dong into the middle of town square, it's Chaz. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, he said it comes after the grandmother wanted a big penis monument on her grave. Um, I mean, if that's what grandma um, wants, then more power to her. Grandma's yeah. doing it in, you know, the private cemetery. Not bring it. Not to your point. Not that we're against the six foot dong being in the town, but give us more substance yep. behind why it's there. Yep. 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 You can't just walk around and, and say that thing. Yes. It is. Mike, Stupid. Mike and Molson, Too Good for Radio podcast. Uh, Going to do a quick stop me when it gets weird. Okay. I will, I will kind of give the Cliff Notes version of this story. There, <clears throat> this woman uh, is from Alaska, and her and her friends were going to be uh, ice skating across a giant lake, right? It's something they do. Long story short, though, there is a she happens upon a dead snow hare carcass, right? Okay. So, so it's, but it's, it's frozen, it's dead, but there's no puncture marks. It doesn't look like it had, you know, been attacked in any way. It's still. Very much all put together. Right. So she's like, I'm just going to hold on to this. Right? I, I'm going to grab it. Maybe I can. She's like, I'll take it home. I'll skin it. I'll use the skin for, or the hair for something or whatever it Why, may be. but okay. Yeah. So that could be the stop me where it gets weird part. <laughs> um, and so as they're traversing, they happen upon an area where the ice looks suspect. Okay. Okay. Now she's with friends and she's a bit of a survivalist and she's been on these hikes before and she's been a guide. So she's like, if someone were to fall in, she's like, I felt very comfortable that I would know what to do and everything else. All right. So she goes, it wasn't warm. The ice wasn't super stiff, but uh, it wasn't like I wanted to, uh, you know, fall in the ice, but hey, it happened. So they get there and uh, her instincts kicked in when she falls into, into the ice. Um, instantly cold. She knew she had to get back the way she had come toward the, where the ice was at, at least somewhat stable. She also knew that she had to position her body horizontally to pull herself out of the water. So the dry bag she carried on her back had air inside. So that kept her afloat and she still happened to have the dead hair. Oh yeah. So that's it. She's carrying that with her. For good luck. Yeah, exactly. For good luck. She goes, I don't know how I didn't let it go when I first fell in. When she reaches the edge, right, she gets kind of back up to where she needs to be, but she doesn't want her friends to come running because they could also fall in. She slaps the hair forward onto the shelf of ice. So she right. throws that out there, and because the carcass was wet, it quickly froze to the cold surface. <laughs> she then used the frozen snowshoe hair like an anchor oh, wow. to pull herself out of the icy water. Yeah. So she like a, she flops this dead rabbit. It's like a John Wick move. Exactly onto the ice, <laughs> and then climbs her way out. Yeah, and she does all of this before her friends could actually get near her to help. She goes, "I just looked at them and I was like, I just have to skate as fast as possible now to get my body temperature back up." So she near death. Had she not picked up this dead rabbit carcass, yeah. she could still be sitting in the underneath the ice. This is going to be. The next stunt Tom Cruise does in Mission Impossible, right? That's going to be the thing. 
Yes. He uses the dead animal car- carcass. Uh, she says, uh, once it was like a pit crew, like everyone just swarmed me. They took off all my clothes. I looked like a giant marshmallow. Uh, she said one of the biggest struggles in taking her clothes off was her ice skates because the laces had frozen shut. Oh, good grief. So she goes, the coldest thing was my feet. She goes, um, but she made it back okay. She goes, anytime though I close my eyes, I kind of have a flashback. I didn't sleep for a couple of days. And then I was like, I realized, okay, this was probably more traumatic than I thought at the time. Mm-hmm. When they finally ask her about the, the snowshoe hair. Yeah, where is it? She still has it. Oh, she has it. She kept it and says, I want to make slippers out of it. <laughs> This is not what the rabbit thought was going to happen at the end of his life. That he was that yeah. he was going to be used as an anchor. Because yeah. here's the thing, right? You you turn him into slippers. You have an amazing story about those slippers. You do. Not besides the fact that they're actual rabbit skin. Mm-hmm. You can also say these slippers saved my life. I wouldn't be here today if it weren't for these these slippers. I mean, that's that's good for her. She needs to have one of those Discovery Channel uh, survivalist shows or something, because that's pretty impressive. To, to use it as an anchor yeah. is, uh, by the way, speaking of animal hair freezing to something, did you see the story out of Georgia about the poor raccoon on a, on a train rail? Oh, no. You, you did, <laughs> did you see it? No, no. So this guy's working on uh, the railroad in, in Georgia, and on one of the rails, he sees a raccoon frozen there, and he goes to investigate... And the hair from one of the raccoon's little testicles had stuck and was ah. frozen to the actual rail. So the guy had to use hot water and a shovel. He saved the raccoon oh, okay. from All certain right. death. But can you imagine a, any more pain worse than what that poor raccoon was going through? I, yeah, and how I'm, do you explain that to the other raccoons of why you were stuck there? Well, yeah. No, I was I was thinking the raccoon is going to say, you know what? I may as well just get run over by this train because <laughs> this is actually worse. I'd be better off being hit by a train <laughs> than having, having my, my nuts <laughs> frozen to a train track. Than have my nut hair frozen <laughs> to this Jeez. So, yes, all's well that ends well when it comes to frozen animals. And that's why we encourage you to also check out our sponsor, Man Groomer. <laughs> that's right. Man groomer, she'll like it too. You don't want your. It'll look like a six foot tall penis <laughs> in the middle of the town square. And finally, hey, these stories come up. I don't know. Once a year, it seems like there's always a story, just a, a human interest one off story of somebody who is digging through their stuff and discovers a library book that they should have returned years ago. And it becomes a news story because mm-hmm. it's always an outrageous fine. Um, and uh, it is, it's just happened over in England where uh, David Hickman checked out the book The Law for Motorists in 1964. Apparently he was going to go to court uh, and defend himself. Oh, that always a, works out well. Act as his own attorney over a minor traffic charge. That works out well. I've got the law for motorists right here in my hand. So 1964, he checks it out, um, and uh, it turned out completely uh, useless Useless in the case, ends up paying this fine, um, and then um, he moves to London. He said, I used to come across it now and then and think, oh, I must pop in next time I'm in Dud- Dudley. And uh, he said, I even considered uh, sending it uh, in the mail, but then I decided I would face the music and take it back in person. So since 1964— that's, um, that's not a short amount of time. At twenty-five cents a day, uh, the fine is now fifty-two thousand four hundred dollars. That's on you, bro. Uh, the library has decided they're not going to make him pay the fee. 
Do they not need funds? And we've seen this, you know, this again, this happens every, I don't know, year, two years. There's, there's always a story like this. Yes, there is. Who turns it in and the library goes, ah, don't worry about mm-hmm. it. What's the line? At some point, the library says, Correct. you know, after eight years, it's just funny and we're not going to, we're not going to charge you. I'm sorry. No one is above the law. No. We've well, been told that several times. And it seems very arbitrary. What is the amount? Right. right. Had he had it for five years, he'd have to pay the fine, right? I think so. Because now what you're all you're telling people with this story and and this is how most of them end, right? They're yeah. like the library goes, Oh, Chuckle Always Beck happens. is back and we waive the fine. So what you're telling people is if you have an overdue library book, just keep it for twenty five, thirty years. And you'll be fine. Is this why libraries have such trouble? I mean, I every, so. every library in the country seems to be in trouble in some form or another. And I think it's because they're just too polite to actually ask for no. their money. Screw that guy. I agree. He needs he needs to pay that fine Hang and Hang him by his raccoon balls is what I say. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think you're right. Someone has to be made an example yeah. of. And and he needs to be it. Fifty four thousand in the United States. That is a felony. That's like a class one felony. He, Lock him up and throw away the key. He should be seventy four. He spends the rest of, of his, his natural in days in jail. And you know what? Thinking about what no, he's done. No, no. What they do? What they do is <laughs> they throw him in jail, right? And they put a date in which they think he could be returned to regular society, but they keep forgetting. Oh yeah, right, right. There Kinda, you go. The, the punishment fits the crime. Yeah, right. I agree. Like if he's like, they'll come in and be like, you know what? I really should probably let you out today, but you know what? I just forgot, and just let just let him there in the in the in the cell for a little while longer. I mean, in all practicality, I'm sure when uh, I don't know when they do the audit of uh, of the books, figuratively and literally, at the library. There's probably at some point where they just say, "Hey, we write this one off; it's lost." You know, they probably yeah, there's yeah, probably yeah. some point at which they say that. I suppose, um, but I don't know when that is. No. But 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 stories like this make me think, yeah, I could probably go take an entire shelf out of the library right now, sit on it for 12 years. And you'd be fine. And what are they going to do other than become a cute human interest story on some newspaper? Very true. Because that's, that's the only thing that ever happens. Yeah. The, the, uh, you, you no one's held accountable. You can find a story like this um, every year in every newspaper. Uh, across, across. There, there's always somebody who goes, oh, yeah, you know, my gosh, I was going through my grandmother's thing, and here's this library book, and ah, ha, ha, we all had a big laugh. And the library said, ah, don't, no, don't worry about the fine. Screw that! Yes, they need to at least pay, <laughs> you need to at least pay a portion of it. It may uh, not be the whole 52000 but you need to pay something. I, yeah, 25 cents a day. Good Lord. Yeah. By the way, maybe this just says go on the internet instead of the library. Yeah. <laughs> just so you don't happen across uh, that at all. Know, but yeah, I mean, if 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 this is the way libraries are going to run their business, they deserve to fail. <laughs> and I think on that note, yeah. ladies and gentlemen, stupid nerds reading things. Yeah. Why are you going Idiots. in? By the way, and just so gross, like someone else could. You know what could? You know where that library book could have been? Where? In the background of weird Tinder guys, <laughs> naked <laughs> rendezvous. Like, he might have been sitting on it so he could yeah. get up to the camera angle. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. Or, or or maybe spilled coffee on by the poor lady with her Tim Hortons. <laughs> So thank you for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Appreciate it. Uh, like, subscribe, uh, new episodes weekly. Yeah, John? and, and don't, uh, don't, don't play this in front of your kids. Yes, today. please. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're ending with that. We'll do, we'll do one that's uh, probably a little more. So, so, you know, next week, uh, yeah. Little, little unless, somebody else, week. unless somebody else spills some coffee and says, you know, motherfucker duck. <laughs>